0: Welcome to Darnley's Cyber Cafe, your podcast for cybersecurity, IT, technology, and business news. Now, introducing your host, Darnley Gresson Jr. Hello, everyone. Episode 41, Hackers Spoof WhatsApp Voice Messages. Now, what does WhatsApp and the Center for Road Safety in Moscow, Russia... Have in common. Does this road safety center have newfound powers to elicit cyber attacks to target victims? Let's talk about it. Threat actors target Office three hundred sixty five and Google Workspace with a new campaign that uses an illegitimate uh, legitimate domain to spread information-stealing malware. According to ArmorBlocks, uh, a cloud email security firm discovered this campaign that targets Office 365 and Google Workspace accounts using emails sent from a domain associated with the Center for Road Safety. Now, this is a legitimate site, and it does indeed belong to the Ministry of Internal Affairs of the Russian Federation. Now, why am I talking about this specifically? Well, given the situation going on, and I understand the some previous podcasts are doom and gloom, but these sort of things are meant to allow you to realize some of the things that are going on, especially a lot of people who still use WhatsApp um, will and can be spoofed by this attack. Now to date, attackers have reached 28,000 mailboxes, which spoofs WhatsApp by informing victims that they have a new private voicemail from that chat app and includes a link purporting them to play it. These cybercriminals also target organizations such as healthcare, education, and retail, some of these tactics that are used gets past traditional email security filters and past the human tests, such as the visual tests or it looks kind of funny. Social engineering is used by using trust and urgency in the email sent to the victims, and by brand impersonation. By spoofing WhatsApp. A lot of this. uh, Let me backtrack for a second. A lot of these uh, email scams use those two fundamental things. The trust and the brand impersonation. And also urgency. So three things. Sorry. So these three things are the key things that people use. Now I hear this all the time. All the time, where people say to me that they're smart, they'll 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 see these things a mile away, but even today in 2021, that these people still fall through from these scams, and and these are the ones that are are very arrogant and uh, prideful. That and and I met them all that claim that they're going to <laughs> see through these attacks. And don't need the necessary per- per- precautions and procedures and measures uh, to protect them. And these are the kinds of people who will get caught off guard because these are the types of people who get involved in 8 million things and sees emails come in and doesn't make it a second chance. We're, we're all human. We are all human. And we all make that mistake. Even security people have their slip ups once in a while. And just imagine someone who doesn't have any security training or education on the matter, how they'll fall for that. So how does this all work exactly? So a victim gets an email with the title, new incoming voice message. That includes a header in the email body reiterating this title. Now the email body uh, spoofs a secure message from WhatsApp and tells the victim that they've received a new private voicemail. This also includes a play button so that they can listen to the message. Now understand the domain of the sender was from mailman.cbddmo.ru. Now this is a legitimate domain that slips past the Microsoft and Google authentication checks. Now once the recipient clicks on play, on the play button, the victim is then directed to a website that attempts to install a Trojan horse called JS slash cryptic cryptic spelled with K JavaScript code. That's embedded in these HTML pages that redirects to the browser and to a malicious uh, website or URL. Now, once they're, once the victim lands on the site, it prompts it, it prompts and asks the victim if it's not a robot. If the victim clicks allow on the pop-up message, um, the service then can install the the um, payload, and basically they, um, essentially bypass any uh, Windows or Mac authentication processes. Once you say okay, well, go ahead and install it. But once this is installed, um, the the malware starts to steal the information, um, like the credentials you may store on your browser or any of their banking information, etc. So, what to do? The main issue here is that people still, they're still too trustworthy of emails that look somewhat like the real deal. There needs to be more education in business and consumers alike to spot these electronic scams. Now, I don't care if I met you ten years ago or ten minutes ago. I can almost guarantee you that a lot of businesses and consumers alike will fall for these scams even if you spent the money in the proper mitigation. Like, for example, this is this is one of many examples of attackers or cyber criminals using legitimate domains to bypass the authentication of the particular, Email service. So there, these people are smart to use these domains. Now, I'm not saying, uh, for the record, that I assume that the Center of Road Safety, in Moscow, Russia, is legit legitimately doing this. There's other ways that uh, hackers can use these legitimate domains. So I'm not here saying. I'm just reporting a a statement um, from a organization that found this, but. There are different ways where a hacker can use a legitimate domain or spoof a domain to do this. Let me make that very clear. So I'm not here pointing fingers specifically, but there are different ways. It could possibly come from there. It could possibly not be from there. It could be from someone else or somewhere else. So the point here is that having basic email protection is not the end all be all. Having some more advanced email protection is still not the end-all be-all. At the end of the day, what we need to do is educate ourselves, educate our employees, and educate other people who may not be as cyber-aware as most people. Having a proper education resource, having a proper education training for people in your organization that need it will help avoid circumstances like this for not opening up or hitting play in any emails that come from a particular app, or maybe not using the app totally on that network infrastructure. Regardless of the case, education is the last line of defense in all of us. We as human beings are not perfect. Same goes for some of the technology in our email services. They are not perfect either. They can be bypassed and taken advantage of, the case in point of this particular podcast. So when you are looking at things, always have a zero trust mindset. In the next podcast, I will allude to that. But in this podcast, take the time and resources. There are a lot of cybersecurity resources out there for many non profit and government organizations alike. You do not need to shell out thousands of dollars to get basic training. Just simply having a, a policy set in place in your work to allow your employees or your management, especially the management to make sure that everyone is taking a cohesive approach to your cybersecurity posture. Thank you for stopping by Darnley Cyber Cafe with your host, Darnley Gresson Jr. We hope you enjoyed your stay. Next time you swing by the cafe, bring a friend and share the show with them. That's all for this episode, folks. We will see you next time.